On today's episode, we welcome Tennyson Black, Managing Editor at Sundress Publications. Welcome to episode 47 of The Chatbug. I'm your co-host, Noah Stutzer. And I'm Ross White. Noah and I are directors and editors at Bull City Press, and Bull City Press makes and loves chatbooks. You got that right. We started this podcast to celebrate our love of chatbooks, to go behind the scenes of the publishing process, and to highlight the folks who write chatbooks and the folks who make chatbooks. I love that phenomenon when you book the opportunity to talk to somebody and before that happens, something amazing happens to your guest and then you look like a genius for having booked them. <laughs> and and I will say, in this case, Noah, you are the producer of this episode. You reached out at exactly the right time because I'm pretty sure we would not have gotten today's guest after the big, big news that just came out. I think you're absolutely right. I'm certainly no genius. <laughs> So folks, between booking today's guest and getting into the recording studio this afternoon, the wonderful Tennyson Black was named one of the writers to win the National Poetry Series competition, which is just remarkable. And before we got on air, I've just been going on and on because just being adjacent to someone that such good things has happened to has filled me with such joy (laughs) on behalf of Tenny. So I think we should just jump in. What do you think, Ross? I, I think so. Tenny, I, I will tell you that Noah, before you arrived, was planning to put on a Wayne's World costume and just go, we're not worthy when you arrive. <laughs> but you know what, Noah, why don't we read their bio so that we can welcome Tenny to the show? Tennyson Black is the author of Survival Strategies, which was selected as a winner of the National Poetry Series by Adrian Sue for UGA Press. Woo-hoo. Black received an MFA at Arizona State University. They are the managing editor at Sundress Publications and also at Best of the Net. Their work has appeared or is forthcoming in Hotel America, Booth, Queer Words, and New Mobility. Though Sonoran-born, Black resides in Washington State. Now, as always, go to our show notes for a full biography and to links to items that come up in today's show. We are so happy to welcome Tennyson Black. Congratulations. Thank you both for having me. I would have come anyway. You're both so wonderful, and I, I love this show, but it is it is nice to have other people around you to celebrate, writers who understand how exciting it is, are my favorite people to, to celebrate with, so thank you for being here to celebrate with me. Well, we're we're gonna celebrate for a minute or two, and then we're gonna <laughs> then we're gonna head right back to Sundress and talk a little bit about your role there. So, hey, congratulations on you know, all your great work as a writer. We're gonna ignore Thank that uh, in just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <good>. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather. I'm a little uncomfortable with some of the attention, but we're working through it. So, yeah, I'd rather get to work and let's talk about publishing. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the origin story of Sundress and and when and how you came to be a part of it. Sundress has been around for over 20 years now. It was started by Erin Elizabeth Smith out of Knoxville, Tennessee. And she just really wanted to create a place that was maybe a little more equitable than what she was seeing 20 years ago in publishing. I have only been a part of Sundress for about 
five and a half years at this point. I started as an intern when I was back in my MFA program and have worked almost every role that's available at Sundress. And I've done the reading series and things like that. And since I've done every role and I took over, Erin was, you know, she's exhausted. She's been doing this for so long and, and she has her own things that she would like to do as well. And she needed a little bit of relief. So I um, took over as managing editor, though she's still our executive director. Um, year ago, year and a half ago, I think we just keep getting bigger and better every year. More people come to help and celebrate what we do. Well, it seems to me like that focus on equity and the wide range of things that Sundress does to support writers throughout our community is part of the reason why folks are flocking to you. And the, the work that y'all have done is absolutely incredible. And Tenny, am I right that you have been really focused recently on the eChap series? Well, at one point I was the chapbooks editor. Kathleen Gillian is now our chapbooks editor and took over for me when I moved to be the managing editor. And it was, oh, it was great fun to help grow that series because I think chapbooks and especially being able to put out things electronically is, well, it levels the playing field a little bit in terms of access as well. And chapbooks are so great for developing a work and that might be larger or even for for containing something that is just not quite going to go to a full-length collection. Yeah, oh, it was great fun. And Kathleen has taken that over now just in this last year and is doing a fantastic job. Recently, we had on poet Angela Narcisos Torres to speak about her chapbook through you guys, yes, <laughs> called To the Bone. And so it was in that conversation that the light bulb went off over our heads to see if we could track down someone from Sundress to talk to us about this marvelous idea of the electronic chapbook and its accessibility to everyone. We do something at Bull City called Pay What You Want. We have a small number of titles that are available at all times that way. And then occasionally we make other titles available. So we kind of really respond when we come across these sort of novel ways of creating access to to books. And so were the eChaps always going to be available that way? Or was that something that evolved? Like, how did that come about? Yeah, I mean, it came about almost around the same time, right? Um, 2011 was our first print book. And 2012 was our first eChaps. And we've always tried to put together as an organization that values service, things that would balance the scales. You know, we have to charge for our print books because they cost us money to put them out. If we could just go around and give them out for free, we would totally do that. But we're often, our board meetings are filled with brainstorming about how do we, how do we continue to serve people? How do we get the work out there? And eChaps was Aaron's solution for that back in 2012. And I think it was a fantastic solution. I mean, because in 2012, no one was, no one was putting those out and putting out electronic books at all was something of the future, right? Yeah. And in our conversation with Angela, she commented or made reference to the number of places that the eChaps end up that, that it, it's, they don't, they're, they're uh, you know, for anyone listening, they're not sort of sitting idle at the Sundress website, right? You guys work really hard to get them into a lot of people's hands. How does that look and how does that work? 
we do a full promotion series for all of our books, both print and electronic. And we don't do anything different for our e-chaps than we do for our print books because we consider them of equal importance. First thing that we do for all of our books is put together a full press release and full press kit for our authors that includes things like, you know, the ISBN, all the technical details, but then it also includes an interview excerpt. It includes the press release for the various sources. We work with our authors to put together a whole list of all the places where that material needs to go. And we send that out direct, signed by the editor of that series to go out. We have a team of interns that helps us collect all the addresses and build spreadsheets and and plans for all of that. And we recently, Danielle Hansen joined us as marketing director. So some of that can move out of the editorial realm and toward specifically just marketing. So we're getting even better. But yeah, I would say that each book and each chapbook we put out probably in the neighborhood of 50 to 100, depending on the list that we put together with each author, press releases and press kits. And we try to connect people with the author for interviews and appearances. And and we try to offer them coaching. So Tenny, I wonder if maybe you would dive into a recent eChap that you love and just tell us a little bit about why you loved it so much. Yeah, let me pull it up here. So these are all available for free on our website. I didn't do this one. Kathleen was in charge of this one. But for the joy of it, just speaks to my little punk heart in a really glorious way. And I know Kathleen felt the same way. It's kind of like zine culture expressed as a chapbook, right? It's got all of these great collages and images. And that's something else that we can't do in our print books, right? I can't, I can't print a book that's got 17 pages of color images. Are you kidding? Aaron would kill me, kill me <laughs> if I tried something like that. So, <laughs> we we have a similar doing? situation at Bull City <laughs> where Ross's head explodes when things like that come across <laughs> yeah, the desk. Exactly. So yeah, we get that. You want to do what? <laughs> right. <laughs> but this book has, you know, all of these collages and drawings and the handwriting of the author in this. So it's, it's kind of a cross between a chat book and a zine put together. And it's just... So wonderful. I love zines. I don't know about you, but I just really love zines a lot. And so that's for the joy of it. And that was our most recent release. Definitely check that one out. I also wanted to talk about The Origin of My Tremor by Hugo Chaku Damian Okpara, who I got to work with. That was my final chapbook before I moved over to a managing editor. And they were just one of the most wonderful authors I've ever worked with. So kind and generous and warm-hearted. And that obviously is, is available as well. It's got a lot of experimental poems in it, a lot of kind of unique ideas because they're not an American author. We, we publish people who are all over the world. We publish work that we want to support by authors that we want to support. And we definitely don't just focus on authors from the United States. I love that you mentioned punk rock. Uh, You know, you were talking about for the joy of it, but so much of what Sundress does is total punk rock. It's, It's DIY in so many ways. It's all about serving the community. It's all about living in a, a space that rejects a lot of the 
tendencies of capitalism. And we have such respect for that. I mean, we talk about Sundress all the time as sort of like what we want to be when Bull City grows up. <laughs> oh, thanks. And, and we've also had previous guests on, like Liz All, where we just went crazy over zines. So talking about zines is, is near and dear to our hearts, trust me. And, and the specific chapbook that you called out for the joy of it was one that, that I called out on an earlier episode, one of our News You Can Use episodes, because like you, I was just captivated by the artwork, the sort of collage effect of what was happening there, along with the writing. You know, it's like the whole package, right? It's not just writing. It's got all the artwork and the crafting together of image and word. It's just one of my favorites as well. Yeah, that was quite an experience, I know, for Kathleen to put together. She did the book design. And working with images can be really challenging when you're trying to do book design. And I know that was a new experience for both the author and Kathleen when they were doing the design. And it came out so wonderfully. It just looks so good. You also have craft chat books through Sundress. Is that right? Yes. We have wonderful craft chats where we give authors a chance to just... They're kind of like essays to put together one small chat book, one idea contained in a chat that we produce for them. And we put out several of those and they're so, they're so great. If you haven't read Chen Chen's, my personal favorite out of our craft chaps. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I have. And I, I completely agree. Yeah. Yes. Tenny, it's time for us to transition into the quick round where we've got five quick questions that are just waiting for some quick answers. And here's number one for you. Are you a don't talk to me before my coffee person, a tea person, or are you motivated by something else in the mornings? I am the first person up in this house and I'm the one who makes the coffee. And Uh, yes, so I guess you have to talk to me before the coffee if you want coffee <laughs> because i nice. am the keeper of the coffee i am the i am totally a gatekeeper too you come you come in at me hot in the morning and i'll drink it all i don't care <laughs> <Nice>. respect <laughs> question number two so as an editor what's a piece of advice you find yourself sharing again and again with writers you don't have to shock people Ooh, yeah you don't have to try so hard just lay it down. Just lay you on the page and quit looking out here and looking here and put it there on the page. And I think sometimes that the words that we say hit harder on the page than if they came out of our mouths, right? Yeah. I drop the F-bomb 700,000 times a day. But if I put it 700,000 times in my poetry, it, it overwhelms. It's too much. Nice. I love that. So you don't have to try so hard and, and just, just be you. Don't worry about shocking other people. Just do you. Number three, what is one behind the scenes secret at Sundress that you can tell us? I think, I think this is our spill the tea question. I really hate the word petrichor. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I'm like nervously <laughs> laughing because that's... <laughs> Oh, that's like, oh my lord! I'm so over <laughs> it. it. Is... I can't. Please don't send me that word anymore. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Two hundred thousand writers just thought, "Oh no, I'm never going to be published as Dundras." <laughs> right. so I thought I was the only one that used that word. 
Uh, yeah, it does. It is currently a favorite. Yeah, we see it a lot. We see it a lot. Oh, wow. All right, Tenny. Uh, shout out, shout out an indie bookstore our listeners should check out. Oh my gosh, can I name more than one? You name as many as you want. <laughs> Village Books is my favorite. It's the one I spend half my life in. It's here in my town. Changing Hands in Tempe, Arizona. Awesome, amazing. And, and I mean, I think I might live at Powell's whenever I go. They're about six hours south and Powell's is, you know, the end all be all. So Nice. And our final quick round question today is a two-parter. How can folks find Sundress online and how can folks find Tennyson Black online? Sundresspublications.com. Don't forget that we also offer residencies now through SAFTA as well, which is wonderful. And you can find all of that through sundresspublications.com. We can sponsor BIPOC writers, disabled writers, LGBTQ writers to make it easier to afford it. And, and we're always trying to find new ways to do that. So find all of that at sundresspublications.com. Me? Eh, whatever. You can find me through there too. That's just fine. Yeah. Otherwise, tennisonblack.com. Tennyson spelled with an I. Listeners, we've been talking today with Tennyson Black, managing editor at Sundress Publication and one of this year's winners for the National Poetry Series. Check out the show notes for today's episode. There'll be links to all of these items that have come up during our conversation. Stay up to date with us by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Bull City Press or visit our website, bullcitypress.com. You can find me semi-sort of on Twitter. I'm at DC Noah. And you can find me at Ross White. If you've got a moment, let us know what you think of the podcast. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast app and send in ideas, questions, and suggestions to our email at chapbook at bullcitypress.com. This episode of The Chapbook was produced by Noah Stetzer and edited by Molly Hart, but it was owned by Tennyson Black. Thanks for being here today, Tenny. Thank you for having me. And thanks, listeners, for tuning in. Be sure to join us next time. 